Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? It's going pretty well. <laughs> the cocktail of the week is the Irish coffee. Oh. Make yourself some coffee, splash in some Irish whiskey, splash in some Baileys if you want. Delish. Isn't anything with Irish just a bunch of like, just put in some scotch <laughs> or whiskey? Whiskey, Irish whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the Scottish co- Scottish coffee. Anything with Irish is going to have Irish whiskey Irish whiskey in it. In it. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Irish car bomb. <laughs> Such an offensive name. Uh, especially if you're Irish, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, we're releasing the podcast early this week because we have big news. Dun, dun, dun. New member of the ratio. We got a dog. We're back to normal operating numbers back up to five slightly under what we probably should have but better than four six is ideal five we'll go with four was weak yeah it was we'd go like we don't have to count them why is this so easy feeding them is so easy in the middle of the night we'd wake up and we go i can see all the dogs it's boring yeah uh so we needed to have at least five so uh after we lost Riley, so that was, I think, a Sunday that we had him put down. I think on the Monday, I, actually, before we had had him put down, I had emailed the woman who uh, is in charge of, like, doing fostering for the rescue group. And I was like, you know what? We need a sixth dog. Like, we really feel like six is the right number when you've got the right dog. Six is the right number. We can handle. For sure. I mean, having Schmieg and Riley and then everybody else was great really nice and so i had even this is before riley had taken his downturn i was like you know we need another dog if you've got a senior or whatever come in let me know and uh and then we lost riley sort of you know we knew he was on the decline but it was a little unexpected that he take that sharp downturn and uh that was on a sunday and i think on monday g or dad and i were talking and i was like yeah you know at least i emailed the foster person to say we wanted another dog and he's like well are there any up for adoption and i'm like well i know all the dogs that are up for adoption and then i was like i actually should probably check because i'm (laughs) not on that list and i haven't seen all the fosters come in and literally that day a new 14 year old dog went up i mean white face white face looks a lot like jasmine a lot like sizzle Mm -hmm. and i was like well heck who a 14 year old dog uh this is our jam 14 year old dog that crazy yeah and so i was like okay there must be an issue because why would someone foster a 14 year old dog and not keep her yeah maybe she has six legs i would take a dog with six legs two tails i mean if it weren't like a crab or no no they're just super fast they escape really well (laughs) (laughs) anyway so i emailed the people and i was like uh sup with this dog (laughs) and they're like well why don't you come to the great which is the rescue group great why don't you come to the like 3k walk that we're doing next weekend and you can meet her and i was like i almost responded like look i'm running the marine corps marathon the next day i don't want to come to this walk and And it's all so social and i was like stop being an idiot introvert jen go to the stupid walk (laughs) like you can totally walk 1.8 miles and it was on the snaps right with like bank pulling way ahead of all yeah. everyone normal no we had a fun time actually it was right by jared dad's house like literally we parked in jared dad's driveway of the house <laughs> that we're selling and walked across the street and we were there 
and uh, there were a ton of Goldens there. And like the guy, the transporter guy who brings us the dogs, he was there. They're all the people that I know from the rescue groups. It was a good thing. And their dogs. <laughs> yeah, and all their dogs. Uh, I have a picture actually of like all the dogs that were at the walk. That's pretty which cool. Which is pretty cool. But it's like a big long pano. So it's hard to <laughs> post on Snapchat um, or Instagram or whatever. Uh, but anyway, so I met this 14-year-old dog there and she was wonderful and seemed to like me and they're like and i'm like so why are you not keeping her like who poofa's just 14 year old and puts him up for adoption bite. she doesn't appear to have rabies yeah, I mean, she seems good nothing weird uh and so they have another rescued golden who uh prefers to kind of be an only dog he's not aggressive he came over today um but he kind of gets irritated kind of like our dogs did when uh, toby was here and so they're like, you know, it's just better for him to be the only dog. You know, he kind of wants his space. And I was like, totally makes sense. You know, I fostered a bunch. And so I was like, so when can you bring her over so we can adopt her because I'm ready to take her? <laughs> and so they were like, well, we'll bring her over to your house. So last weekend, like a week ago, they brought her over to visit and everything went great. We did the kind of normal thing, let her in the backyard so she can explore. And then we let everybody out. They all checked her out. Um, the dogs all got along with each other everybody got along and i was like so cool this is great like when can we adopt her and they're like when when do we get to keep her yeah right and then they're like well you know there are two other families that are interested and i kept it inside but i was thinking who's gonna be better than us (laughs) what ridiculous waste of time other families come on yeah but then i was like well maybe they're not going to give her to us because we already have four dogs and they could be like well you know these people are very nice and they don't have a dog and they want this one dog and you know here's jen and ingo and they have four dogs like they don't need a fifth dog so these are all weirdly reasonable ideas and flashbacks to when you were yeah having fosters and you had to make these decisions and you just kind of you know you have to decide what's best for the dog and you try to do it yeah so i was sort of like after i found out that other people were interested i was like well we're probably not gonna get her then um and so it's like all right well we gotta wait a while and then they were like hey you can have her and i was like cool when can i pick her up we'll come to your house (laughs) and they're like well we probably want to wait till next weekend because we'd really like to drop her off and i was like no no we're outside your house right now (laughs) yeah we're gonna ring the doorbell (laughs) uh so anyway today was the day that they brought her over and uh so it's interesting i think this is the first great dog that we've adopted that we didn't also foster we've always yeah adopted our fosters that's right they've been failed fosters not just like adopts from others yeah so uh so yeah we did all the paperwork so she's not a foster it's not like possibly she's officially ours we own her according to the law nobody can take her away now nope she's our dog so that's pretty awesome um yeah so her name is Shannon. Shannon, oh, dog. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I was like, Shannon, uh, I don't know if I'd name a dog Shannon. What rhymes with it? I'm like, oh, but it's kind of Irish. Yeah. And so then we're like, oh, Shannon, oh, dog. <laughs> Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Wait till St. Patrick's Day. Are we, <laughs> really? Never mind. That's too butchery. So I set her up a, a couple days ago. I set her up a Twitter account, Shannon, oh, dog. And I followed it from like all of the other dogs accounts. And like five people picked up on it it and (laughs) followed her. So congrats to the five of you who followed Shannon O'Dog before we officially adopted her. Uh, 
we still could change her name. She doesn't really know her name, though it has been her name her whole life. She doesn't really respond to it. And so it's she, possible it could change. You'll hear the backstory. She's had a bad... There's no reason to preserve the name that she had before. Let's put it that way. I think so. So uh, so anyway, it's Shannon O'Dog, and we're going with the Irish theme. I got a little shamrock on her Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> and she's got the nice red coat, so Shannon it sort of works. Dog, it's good. Yeah, but uh, it could change. If we start calling her, you know, like Queso, you know, her originally was Casey, and we were calling her Queso, and I was like, well, that's the best name. Mm-hmm. Could be Shannon ends up something else, but. Uh, I've already ordered her a personalized collar that says Shannon, so that's what it is for now. As we are, we don't maximize, uh, you know, making money, so we're not going to just name her Hilton or you know, <laughs> <laughs> Radisson <laughs> or I don't know. I, just I don't know, Kidova. You want to name our dog? We're, we're like, going to call her <laughs> Mac, Big Mac, or something. <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not going for no. endorsements. That Queso thing was a total accident. That. Cordoba uh, picked up on that and that queso is actually a food that's nice they would they wish her happy 15th birthday it's always funny present. to get that instagram translation of cheese, cheese. <laughs> so anyway um <coughs> so yeah shannon is 14 oh, years oh old. yeah i'm just saying queso is awesome <laughs> <laughs> gotta throw that in there just to be safe <laughs> gotta preserve my 98 percent uh <laughs> queso is awesome record <laughs> She's good, except she's outside right now, and it's like 20 degrees outside, so it's real cold in here. We have to keep the door open so she can come back inside, and it's the whole thing. She likes to wander in and out on her own time. Um, Okay, so Shannon, 14 years old. Her birthday is June 8th, 2005. Okay. So mark it on your golden ratio calendars. She's she's young for her age. She's very spry. She has a little bit of trouble going up the stairs, but... That's about it. I mean, she, you, so if you were I. like she's eight, I would totally believe that she was eight. Yeah, she remind she moves and acts like Riley and Sizzle. Yeah, in, in, that's in, right. I mean, just in day to day, if you told me she was eight, I would have said, sure. Yep, Yeah. I think so. Um, so she's a petite dog. She weighs 57 pounds right now, so she's a little one. Um, she's so small. She's very small, smaller than Riley and Vink. Um, and not just because Vink is fat, like I think she's smaller than Jared just almost spit his drink out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's a little dog. Um, she's about the right weight now. She should probably weigh somewhere between 55 and 60. When they found her, she weighed 25. Which is like large cat weight. It's just, a, it's, she it's, must it's have been emaciated. Terrible. Uh, so her owner... Ugh had dementia and uh so it's not like she was like maliciously neglected her owner had dementia and kind of forgot to feed shannon and there was another dog in the house who wasn't a golden who went to a different rescue group um and herself the owner forgot to feed herself uh but this obviously had been going on for a long time because we got her rabies certificate today and she got that shot two years ago and she weighed i think 32 pounds when she got the shot which is you know 20 pounds underweight that's ridiculous i mean she must look like a like a gray she must have just been a skeleton yeah um and so clearly it had been a long time that the owner had just been like forgetting to feed her and take care of her so uh yeah so it's i mean been years that she's been like chronically underfed um 
And from what I hear, one of the owner's granddaughters kind of figured out that something was going on, like showed up and uh, the owner, in addition to not taking care of the dogs or herself, also hadn't been letting the dogs out. And so the house was just full of, you know, like urine, feces. God, it sounds like that, that hoarder show. I mean, just it's such bad. It's so inconceivable, really. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, well, terrible, right? Uh, and you get, yeah, I mean, she wasn't a hoarder, but you get similar situations when you have animal hoarders where they're like not letting them out. They're not taking care of them. Um, you know, not malicious here, like the, you know, the owner was just kind of not in their right mind to take, take care of them. But if she, if Shannon weighed 32 pounds two years ago, it was quite a long time that she was not being taken care of. Um, so yeah, one of the grandchildren apparently figured out that this was going on. The owner has since gone into a home, which is good. So she's getting taken care of. And then no, none of the family members wanted the dogs, which is not uncommon. And so I guess for like weeks, they just left the dogs in the house. And then every couple of days, someone would show up and like put a bowl of food in there. Like it was a cat. You can do that with cats. I guess I don't have, I've never had cats. Um, but they just like put a bunch of food in there every couple of days and then leave. So the dogs still are having to like live in this house that's full of urine and feces. They're not being let out. They're not being taken care of. Uh, and finally, I think one of the grandkids called the rescue group. So a different rescue group took the other dog and great took Shannon and kind of got them out of there. And of course she had a lot of skin issues when she came into rescue. So she, she has been in rescue for a couple months. Normally when we take dogs, we only usually have them for a couple weeks, maybe three or four, like if they have to get fixed and they've got some stuff, but yeah, three usually weeks or the rest of their lives. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's two uh, options, yeah. Yeah, it's rare that we keep them. I, I mean, it's very rare if we would have a dog for two months, maybe once or twice. But usually it's like, because a couple of weeks is usually enough to take care of whatever issues they have. You take them to the vet like on the first or second day, get them on a course of antibiotics, whatever, they're done. Even getting them fixed doesn't delay the process. Yeah, no, you just kind of do it all at once, get it taken care of. So we always turn them around really fast. Um We've had some who have had more serious issues, but it's rare. It's rare that we've had a dog for a month. So she was two months uh, in being fostered because she had to get her skin issues taken care of, which of course she would have skin infections living in that kind of environment. Um, and now she's back up to her weight, which is good. So yeah, so she's had sort of a tough life it doesn't, I mean, she seems like a happy dog. She doesn't look like a dog who was abused. My guess is that she was probably loved and well cared for, for a lot of her life. And then as her owner kind of descended into the dementia, was neglected in a way that wasn't aggressive, right? It wasn't like intentional. They weren't trying to abuse the dog. It wasn't uncaring. It was just like the owner was not capable of yeah. giving her what she needed. And unfortunately, that means that she kind of starved for many years. Uh, so now she's always, when she came over today to, you know, for us to do the paperwork, she was like sniffing at the bowls. She's like, any food she's in like, there? Oh, I think I smell some treats on the counter. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, they're like, her. 
Well, the vet says that she probably should lose a couple pounds. She but she should be right at 55. And I'm like, okay, like that's going to happen in this house. Like we're going to be giving her everything she wants. I, I immediately gave her treats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we won't. Oh, she's looking at me now. We won't let you get fat like Vink. Uh, but, but even if so, as long as you're happy, <laughs> we love you. We support you. Yeah, she, uh, she is changed the routine in that she has now taken over the slow feeder so vink was eating out of the slow feeder not that vink was like terrible where she would inhale food but she would eat fast she would always be done and bother everyone else is the problem right? yeah so now vink is back to her normal bowl uh at least while we're here in silver in spring the jail she's still in fat jail and uh and shannon now gets the slow feeder because she just wolfs that food down so she gets to eat. Oh, she's got to be super happy every time the freaking food bowl shows up. Holy smokes. Yeah. Uh, but she's just, she's wonderful, sweet, highly portable. She's, she's <laughs> sleeping on her feet right now. I mean, she's like super relaxed. She's literally her, on Jared's feet right now. For her first day in a new house, she's doing so well. Yep. She clearly belongs here. I just, she's here. She's yep. in. Yep. She's a good tugger. So I think she and Hobbs and Vank are going to have a good time tugging it with she each other. She love to carry toys around pretty much all the time very nice yeah. yeah we haven't done a ton of snaps today but most of the time she's got something in her mouth that she's carrying around she's team roasty yep yeah we try to roasty and she took the crunch we always yeah. try team crunch first and she took it but didn't really know what to do with it so i still hold out hope that she could become team crunch she's got the teeth for it yeah yeah her teeth are beautiful <laughs> second best teeth in the house yeah uh so yeah, overall she's in good shape. A little, like I said, a little bit of arthritis. Like going up the stairs is a little hard for her, but fortunately she's only fifty-seven pounds, so she's very easy to carry. And uh, yeah, we expect great things from Shannon. You stick around for a long time. So June eighth, twenty twenty. Prepare for quinceanera number two for Shannon. She yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, so I we're gonna have a pinata. Okay, I'll get a pinata. Is that a quinceanera thing? No, it's a younger kid thing, isn't it? We'll, we'll get one anyway. We'll know. put like dog bones in it. It'd be fine to beat the crap out of something. That'd be okay. It'd be fun. Yeah, like a penguin. <laughs> All right, penguin pinata full of bones. <laughs> I'm going to blindfold your dad, spin him around, and <laughs> sit him at it. Sounds like a plan. Sure. <laughs> uh, so I, GR Mom, am about to head out for a week on the road to film a project uh it's i think gonna be the longest work trip i've ever taken they say on the road but it's really on a plane well there will be a lot of time on a plane i'm going to california for three days and then arizona for another three days so i'm leaving sunday i will be home uh, i was supposed to be home sat the following saturday night but now i'm going to take a red eye so i'll be home saturday morning Ooh. but it's still a very long work trip for me usually they're 24 hours like three days is the max uh and this is going to be a full week so Dear Dad will be here taking care of the dogs, but it means we're not going to be together for a podcast. And uh, I'm sad that I'm not going to get a lot of Shannon time because this is like optimal bonding time. So yet again, <laughs> we're going to have <laughs> another <laughs> dog who likes Dear Dad best. Well, uh, the treats helped. <laughs> Spirit of Riley, please shine down upon me. You are the only dog who has ever yeah. loved me the most. Uh, this She looks a little like Riley and a little like Sizzle. She looks a lot like Sizzle. She's got that. She had I mean, more teeth, though. Yeah, she's got a lot more teeth than Sizzle, which yeah. is easy because <laughs> everyone has more teeth than Sizzle. Yeah. Bucky the Beaver has more teeth than <laughs> Sizzle. But she's adorable. She's got a white face. She's kind of kind of got spectacles, but it's not. Yep. 
doesn't look bad. She pulls it off. That's wonderful. She's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking. She's totally laying onto your dad's feet right now. Yeah, this is not a bad thing. So we'll see if she's a bed sleeper. Tonight, there will be many uh, updates over the course of the week. We don't think she was allowed on the furniture at the other place at the foster. The fosters didn't let her on the furniture, but she already has like looked at me and then climbed up on the couch. And I was like, get yourself up here on the couch. <laughs> this is where you belong. So yeah, try bed sleeping tonight. It's pretty nice. Yeah, she's great. Um, so that's the sizzle update, but we may as well do the whole podcast. Shannon update. Um, oh, geez. You're Sorry, one dog Shannon. behind. I know. I'm several dogs behind. This is the, maybe we should just name her sizzle. Sizzle two. Oh, get out of here. I'll have to you check with Barb. two. It's disrespectful to one. <laughs> sizzle. Oh, she looks kind of like a sizzle. I'll check with she Barb. It's kind of a sizzle, but sizzle o'dog still works. Sizzle o'dog. <laughs> it's not at all Irish sizzle. Sizzly dog. Uh, someone from Ireland, please tell me the word for sizzle, and maybe we'll use that. Oh, come on. Something that sounds like Shannon that's still Irish. Have you ever been to Shannon, Ireland? have not shown an airport no there's i mean there's it's not just the airport what no get out of here true facts i, th I thought if you taxied too far in any direction you'd be in the water <laughs> ireland's pretty small it, it is small <laughs> uh i have been to shannon and i did fly into the airport and uh, that's the flight where i got super sick oh it's terrible i was on this flight and i was like god i feel so bad i was like nauseous and woozy <laughs> And at some point I got up. I'm like, I think I'm going to throw up. I'm going to go into the bathroom. Oh. It's like a work trip. So I go into the bathroom. I passed out on the floor of the airplane bathroom, which is like a gross place to be. Uh, and then like woke up there, stagger out of the bathroom. And, you know, it's right by like the galleys. And so I open the door and I come out and I'm like, Ugh. and flight attendant looks at me and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't think I'm okay. <laughs> I'm like, I just passed out on the floor. It was an Aer Lingus flight and they were wonderful. Like I go back to my seat and there's like flight attendants, like holding cold washcloths on my oh, head. They're all moms. They were, they were really nice. They called, they had to get a wheelchair to take me off the plane. Oh, you were a mess. I was in very bad shape. And, uh, so they, you know, everybody else gets off the plane. I can barely stand. I couldn't stand up. Right. So I get into the wheelchair, like they wheel me through customs, right? I still have to go through customs and immigration. Wow. They wheel me through. And then it was, I was in grad school. Maybe I was doing a postdoc at the time. So I, it's not like now where that's all fancy and they've got like a, you know, town car waiting for me. I was like taking the bus from Shannon airport to Galway. Uh, Galway is wonderful by the way, but it's like a long bus ride and whatever the bus, you know, I've taken this like overnight flight. So I get in, it's like 8 a.m. and the bus is coming at 10. Aww. And so they just wheel me out and they're like, Joop, dump me like on this bench, bus station. <laughs> like the oh bus God. station outside the airport. Like, like Forrest Gump, like, uh, and so it's like, all right, I wait. And they're like, who can we call? And I'm like, I literally know zero people in Ireland. There's no one you can call to come take care of me. I don't know anybody in the country. Or on the other hand, call anyone because they're all equally unqualified. Yeah. Uh, so then I have to take this like coach bus ride up to Galway, get into this hotel. Oh, I was so sick. And I had this migraine. And it's my doctors had just pre prescribed me Imitrex, which was a bad idea. I 
it's the same class of drugs as the Maxalt, which is what I take now, except it made me so sick, which is not uncommon. There's other people who have taken it where like the headache is worse. And also you just feel like you're going to die. Like it feels like every cell in your body. That wasn't why you got bolting. sick on the flight. It no, I hadn't taken it. Oh, but it's like, no. you know, when I get sick with whatever, it's not uncommon to get a migraine with it. And so in addition to being like nauseous and woozy and feeling like I'm going to pass out, I'm in this like crappy hotel room and I have this migraine and I take the new prescription, the Imitrex, and then it's like, oh my God, I'm going to die. So I would think I was there for a week for this conference and I spent the first four days in the hotel room. I tried to get out. All I could manage to do is like walk down the street to like, you know, some little market and get like Irish soda bread and Swiss cheese. That's like, that's all I could eat. Still less. It was, uh, it was terrible. It, of course, not the fault of Ireland, but. No, it uh, sounds like the air hostesses were super nice and everyone was actually quite friendly. It's just, you had no great. family there and no connection, no buddies. Like, I didn't even have a colleague that I could call. I didn't know anybody to talk to. Uh, Dude, I would have taken care of you. I know you would have. You're great. <laughs> I'm just not <laughs> just in Ireland. Quit your job and come with me on all my trips oh, and take care of me. You're just. Oh, that sounds pretty, not so bad. <laughs> sounds great. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, yes, yeah, so uh, Shannon is beautiful, though. I mean, the airport's an airport. Uh, Ireland is beautiful, though. I mean, it was great. Like, you know, we drove through Limerick. We get up to Galway. It's all lovely. Highly recommend Ireland to anyone. Uh, yeah. I would like to go back and spend some more time there. All my people are from Ireland. I'm like 75% Irish in heritage. 25%-ish Italian. There's like, there's some like English mixed in there. Irish is super cool. One Prussian person, which is where the last name comes from, like way back up on one side. But Golbeck. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a Golbeck Castle in the territory formerly known as Prussia, but I think it's in the Pol in Poland now, but like on the Polish-German border. Russia goes to like Lithuania. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think this particular place is in Poland, current in current Poland near the German border. So I don't think you can have it back yet. I mean, whatever. If it had been in East Germany, you could have gone like been like, hey, that's mine. That's my castle. Give it back. <laughs> that's what a lot of East Ger a it's lot of West Germans did. It's not a very impressive castle. It, well, it's like a big rectangle. I, I can't believe it's a freaking castle. <laughs> what are you talking about? Any castle is a freaking castle. I guess that's true. Yeah. It's not anyway. an impressive castle. It's a castle. <laughs> Holy smokes. Most of my people are Irish. And actually, I like having followed, tracked it back on Ancestry.com, a lot of them are from Galway, which mm. is where I was for that conference. So, Oh, uh, dude, you should have done the movie thing and been like, uh, Trish, uh, it's, you're my cousin twice removed aunt's daughter. Uh, shout out to all our listeners in Ireland, especially if anybody's in Galway. Yeah, I mean uh, no disrespect. No. <laughs> I think Ireland's awesome. Yeah, it's it's lovely. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're embracing my Irishness for Shannon, unless something else comes up for a different name for her. Yeah, we'll... we'll I mean, if, if we can't, if we don't get inspired to find a different name, Shannon's a very good name. Yeah. Um, so independent of Shannon coming, it was still an eventful day because I was like up this morning packing up Golden Ratio children's books to ship out. And all of a sudden, and like we were doing nothing. It was just like Dad was off doing a different thing. So it was just me and the dogs at home. 
I'm sitting there like sticking stuff into envelopes and putting stickers on envelopes for shipping. And all of a sudden, like Queso starts pacing coming up to me, which is not a thing that she normally does. And then she's like, her tail is tucked between her legs. Her ears are back. She's shaking. Like she's clearly like terrified. And this is also a common reaction. Like if a dog is suddenly in a lot of pain that they'll, they'll tuck the tail, they'll start shivering, um, panting, coming up for attention. And with a 15 year old dog, you always worry that there's like some hemangiosarcoma like Schmeekhav or some other thing where they've got like a big tumor that has come up literally over a couple of days and it's bleeding. It didn't feel like that, but I'm not a vet, right? Like you can sort of feel their abdomen and it tends to swell up like that. So we had to go to the emergency vet this morning and uh, get her checked out. And it seems like she's fine. So they, they did some blood work. Um, she has stage two kidney disease, which we kind of knew about. Like her kidney values are a little bit off. Two out of four. Two out of four. So it's not like super serious, um, but there's... Riley was at four plus. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it was fatal for him. But yeah, he was at the very end. Um, Her kidney levels have been slightly elevated for like a year. And they re-ran them today. And they're just kind of... They're right at the borderline between the high end of normal and high. Um, But it's been like that for a while. But, you know... I don't know. There's like different stuff going on. So it's not super concerning, but it also is like we wouldn't, there are certain medicine we were thinking about giving her that you wouldn't give now because it's hard on the kidneys. So she's going to go on the kidney diet, but we're not worried that it's aggressive like the like Riley. Riley stuff. Um, but it didn't look like anything was wrong. And so it's interesting. The vet uh, who was looking at her is like, it could be dementia. Like old dogs have dementia. They actually have now a prescription dog food for brain health um, where dogs will have kind of dementia issues. She's like, it could be that she actually did sort of see something or kind of have some memory that like really freaked her out. And we had that both Jasmine and Schmieg had that when they first came to us. They would have these sort of PTSD moments where they'd freak out like for no reason. There'd be no sounds you know, it's not like they heard something weird or whatever, but they'd all of a sudden start shaking, like, like super nervous. Yeah, right. For for no reason, Jasmine and Schmieg both mm-hmm. had that. Mm-hmm. Um, Queso has never had that. And so I don't think it's the same as that. But it, like if she's got a little bit of dementia where like her brain's just like not quite doing its normal thing, it could be that, you know, something freaked her out that wasn't really there. Um, I'm resisting the dementia label. <laughs> what do you think it was then? Just a nightmare. <laughs> she said a nightmare. She woke up from a nightmare. Yeah, except that nightmare lasted like two hours after you she know, woke up. Well, she's very large. I've had bad dreams. <laughs> I've had dreams that bad, I guess. Uh, so anyway, she's fine. So if you uh, were looking at those snaps, there's not much. They were going to give her some uh, a prescription for trazodone, which is sort of, um, it's like both a sedative and it kind of calms them down. And we have a, I was like, oh, we've got some trazodone. And then I was like, I called your dad. I'm like, how much do we have? And we have like two doses. And, uh, and I was like, oh, you know, can you send us home with some? And then like half an hour later, I still don't have it. And I was like, we'll come back for it. And they call back and they're like, yeah, it'll be another 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys like put the 20 pills in a bottle and like, let me go. I didn't realize it would take an hour to do that. Uh, so that was a slightly irritating end. Still, still love you. to get back to welcome Shannon. Yes. Yeah, I did. Uh, so no, I've no. already paid for it, though. So, dear dad, you can go up to the emergency vet if you've got free time. 
Sure. Yeah, I like Pick going up. up to freaking fast Baltimore. No, it's in an, an, <laughs> Bowie. It's almost Annapolis. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it's out by. Uh, I our love emergency driving great, on the Beltway in '95. I know. This is good. I'll bring. I'll bring Jasmine. She loves to drive. Yeah, get an extra car ride. Uh, so Jasmine and Queso are both improving with their. Uh, so yeah, one thing. Speaking of, uh, one thing that the vet said is that, you know, I was like, look, you know, like two or three weeks ago, she developed this, uh, you know, this tilt of the head and uh, she's got this vestibular syndrome. And she's like, it could be a stroke that caused that. Mm. Um, the symptoms are basically the same. Like they get the head tilt, they get wobbly, whatever, which I knew was a possibility. Uh, so she's like, you know, we could do an MRI, whatever. And I'm like, well, what do we do? Like if it was a stroke. Yeah, what's the difference? And right? she's like, well, if the blood pressure's high, you can put them on blood pressure medication. But it's like, you don't do a lot, even if it's a stroke. So I'm going to make an appointment with her with the... Uh, the specialist, the internist who saw both Schmieg and Riley and have her give her kind of a thorough workup and see. Um, I mean, she's 15, right? So we're not going to do anything super aggressive, but if she's got high blood pressure, sure, we'll put her on blood pressure medicine or whatever. Uh, but all the blood work they did today looked fine on her. So overall, if case is looking fine. Um, but she, she's like, eh, could be a stroke. Uh, but she's definitely getting better yeah. uh, as is, Jasmine, who I think we put on the last podcast, mentioned on the last podcast, she also develops a vestibular syndrome. She's doing a lot better. I, mean, I hers, suspect a conspiracy. Hers was not nearly as serious as what um, Queso had when True. she went in. Uh, she had just a little bit of the kind of eye flicking back and forth. She was not as wobbly, and she's she's doing all. She's almost back to normal. I mean, Jasmine. She's eating almost normally which was, was sort of the last yeah still a little laggy with queso yeah uh yeah i mean like i had to hand feed her dinner uh they both kind of prefer hand feeding at this I mean, point there is, there is an internet theory that this is all fake and it's just they like being hand fed and uh pets ingo's internet theory <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah <laughs> i don't think that's it but they're certainly being treated well right now yeah so uh but they i took them both for walks last night um which is the first time both of them have walked since they came down with the vestibular and uh you know they're a little more wobbly than normal but uh you can hardly tell a difference they're they're doing good they were pretty wobbly before yeah (laughs) i mean queso you know she's got a lot of issues with the back legs so she's never been all that stable anyway uh it was it's hard to see a difference. Like I know because we pay close attention, but other than that, pretty good. I just wanted to say shout out for to you for getting that ramp on the back porch. Oh, thank you. Those four steps are not even a memory anymore for these dogs, and they love going down that like lurchy or with weak hips or yeah, you know, half asleep. It's so much easier for them doing the ramp. Thank you. Stairs. Yeah, the ramp has been there for a long time, but Brilliant. it is just like. We're constantly reminded how good that ramp is that for them. That was a great idea. Thank you. Mm-hmm. With right. rubber on it so that they don't slide all No one has ever slid off the ramp. I mean, it has been wet. great. Wet, cold. No, yeah. The ramp with the rubber does really well. Thank you. And yes. soon, like less than two weeks, we're going to be back in the Keys in Dogovator land. <laughs> 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 That's 
that's our version of elevator music in case someone doesn't recognize girl from ipanema girl from ipanema from the elevator scene from blues brothers which is now the standard for all (laughs) awkwardly long elevator rides well as as was the case last time i'm going to be coming up with new elevator songs (laughs) as much as possible though there will be frequent girl from ipanema uh everybody's going in the elevator now because no one can really handle the stairs and block those stairs off from the dogs even hops is now creaky with her arthritis poor yep. girl yeah uh, yeah i guess hops and Venka still do the stairs but uh they're the other dogs are bad enough that we don't want them on the stairs yeah we have new gates here in the house which you'll see on the snaps we have these like fabric uh kitty gates right? yeah like baby gates slash dog gates they kind of pull they're like retractable sort of like a shade and they pull across the stairs because jasmine has fallen on the stairs uh since she developed the vestibular syndrome she'd done it before once and she did it again with the vestibular syndrome and now she can't, really can't handle them like she's not strong enough but she wants to follow us everywhere when you go upstairs for a second to get like a pair of scissors and she's right behind no she struggles up yeah pants and po- has to like pause claws herself up every step and then you're just like running back down the stairs past her and she's like god damn it yeah why did I go up six stairs? Yeah, and it's like, if she's struggling is one thing. If she's falling, that's, that's another worse. thing. That's the worst thing. So we have uh, we have one at the bottom. So when we're downstairs during the day, it keeps her from going up. And we have one at the top. So when we're upstairs at night, she doesn't follow us down. <laughs> uh, and they're not the most beautiful things, but they're not, at least they're not huge. So they're not kind of in the way. But the, 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 as long as they prevent her from being halfway up and halfway down and like looking at you with these big tired eyes like yeah i worked so hard to get here and now you're just like <laughs> going past me back the other way on the stairs it's terrible and they work i mean she could push through them if she wanted but yeah, well, you know they they serve as enough of a barrier to make her go like okay i'll just wait down here yep yeah um so yeah that's shannon queso jasmine hops and vinker normal keys taste Taste of the keys. Is there anything interesting to report this week? It, we just like recently recorded last week. Don't do drugs and don't like stab each other. I mean, there's still there's always <laughs> something like that going on where it's like, you know, guy charged for having 300 pounds of cocaine and intent to distribute. Oh I'm guessing yes, it would be the intent to distribute unless he has a giant nose. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll save up some taste of the keys for next week. I think that's yeah. enough. Uh, you have a German word of the week for us? Well, I think I may have used this before because we've been doing this for so many years already. <laughs> Mauerfall, which is November 9th, 1989. Mauerfall does not literally translate to November 8th, no. 1989. Mauerfall is the wall, fall of the wall, Yeah. which you know, was in, in Germany, the wall between East and, Jer- East and West Germany and, and East and West Berlin. And... Not everyone knows that Berlin was surrounded by a wall. West Berlin was. So it was like yeah. this little island in East Germany. It would be like having, you know, a wall around Mexico City and saying, that's American. And the rest of Mexico is not America. And you have to, like, go through Mexico to get to Mexico City, America. Yeah. So you had to go through East Germany to go through go to West Berlin, which was West Germany, which was part of Germany. Yeah. So it was crazy. It was a weird arrangement. It only worked, like, in the post-war world. But they also had a wall between East and West Germany, which was much longer, which went from the Baltic down to Czechoslovakia. Yeah. So the, when the wall fell, it was a big deal in Germany. It was both the wall in Berlin and the wall between East and West yeah, Germany. The, the wall in Berlin started it. 
but it was for all more the east german i don't know interior minister had like made the mistake of saying we're going to allow people to travel freely and someone some reporter was like oh yeah when's that going to start and he said tonight at midnight <laughs> and didn't check with anyone and and everyone was like holy fuck tonight at midnight we leave and so there just these huge crowds started gathering around the wall and we're like that guy said on tv we can travel now we can go to east we can go to west germany and the people at the border were like the the border guards are like really oh you don't we don't have any orders and there was just like just masses of people you went and didn't it, you no, I went a year later when they had the official unification. Oh, the unification. I wasn't there on November 9th. I was mm. in America. Uh, I was at some college party having beers. And Which all of college? Sudden, the, the, in Massachusetts, <laughs> in Boston. I was at Harvard. <laughs> I was at some party. I mean, it was, this is like, you know. It, oh, yeah. I bet I you actually like, do remember where you were. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was like, you know, midnight for me. And it was, you know, it was six in the morning in in or it was the middle of the night, and it was probably like eight for me because I'm still awake. I was yeah. awake, and it was the middle of the night in in East and West Germany, and and the people just kind of crowded there, and the people at the border didn't have any goal, any any um, real direction, and there was just a press of people, and then at some point they're like, okay, fine. The guy said on TV we're going to open the borders, and it just was crazy mayhem. People were climbing on the wall, people were chipping at the wall, people were singing, and and I think sober, but also drunk, and it was super happy and super peaceful. It was amazing. I think for most of our audience is too young to remember this. I do remember this, though. I was young when this was happening because I'm a lot younger than you. Yeah. Um, but I remember thinking like this is a big deal, oh but God. not really getting it. But if you if you feel disconnected from this idea. The Tom Hanks movie Bridge of Spies actually is about kind of the time when the wall was going up. And I think for me, at least, gives a very visceral picture of what it was like in the 60s when the the Berlin Wall went up. Yeah. And and I just figured out this is another sort of old thing, but the wall was up from 61 to 89. So was that 28, 29 years? Yeah. And it has now been longer than that than the wall that the wall has been down. It just yeah. feels weird because that's the time I remember is when it's been down, right? That doesn't seem as long. Right. This is like you saying the 70s is 30 years ago. It just doesn't seem right. like it's 50 <laughs> years ago, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's weird how we have subjective perception. But anyway, Mawafal was the fall of the wall on November 9th, 1989. And say the word for reunification uh, day. Wiedervereinigung. Deutsche Wiedervereinigung. <laughs> yeah, reun- that was October 3rd, 1991. Wiedervereinigungstag is yeah. like a big celebration because day. Because when West Germany was founded, they had in their constitution, they said if the East German states uh, ever want to join, here's a process by which they need to do it. They need to have the vote of X number of people, and they can join. And when they, I mean, this is like so bureaucratic and so German, right? When they assigned license plate numbers in West Germany, when they set up the system for license plate numbers, you can tell where someone's from by their license plate in Germany by the first three letters or two or three letters. You know, like H is Hamburg or HH is Hamburg or B is Berlin. Yeah. And when they assign those, the Germ- the West Germans were like, we're going to assign all the East German number, uh, all the East German cities a number already, a letter. Yeah. So like when 
unification happened, when Vita fighting would happen, they were just like, oh, yeah, Dresden, we already have D reserved for you. <laughs> you know, like East Berlin, you know, uh, I mean, Potsdam, we have PO for you. That's that you're in the system. It's good. We were expecting you. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> and, and for anyone who hasn't followed like the deep history of this, this is because like after World War Two, Germany was divided into four parts. Russia, France, the UK and the US each got a quarter and france the uk and the u.s everyone gave theirs back except russia yeah they're like okay so we'll like put all of ours together and that became west germany and russia's like fuck you and so then they kind of had east germany but berlin was also divided into quarters so there was kind of the american yeah. sector and whatever but the russian sector was east berlin and it's essentially the or whatever the soviet union that yeah. um that put those walls up between so it was sort of it really is this like artifact of world war ii that carried forward into the you know the 90s yeah basically. and it's uh it only works in the cold war where there's such a balance of power and the russians were willing to be aggressive but didn't want to provoke a world war i think that's what it was because twice they i mean you think what well why do they allow people to travel to west berlin and why well twice they didn't they did blockade it and they yeah. said no more supplies and the and this, the first one was 48, you know, they were really trying to push it. And the, the Americans were like, fuck it, we're going to supply it from the air. Yeah, Berlin airlifts. not easy. Yeah. They had they had Because you got to fly over East Germany. Berlin is in East Germany. But it, it, it takes a lot of supplies to supply a city yeah. of a million people or however much it has in West Germany. But they, they were flying, they were flying, you know, DC-3s all day and all night all the time yeah uh, they had like three flight highways flying into berlin they would land and if they couldn't land they'd have to fly back to west berlin they, they were like we can't you know you can't take any more time than you have if you don't make a landing fuck it you're going back west because the next plane is already waiting yeah and they did it for like a year and supplied the entire city yeah. which is amazing they didn't have to do that yeah. It's just fucking Germans, right? <laughs> and the Russians are like, all right, fine. After a year, this is ridiculous. You yeah. know? All right, this is costing us too much in, pu you know, in public relations and tensions. Yeah, and they, I, so I have not been to the Spy Museum since it reopened, but the Spy Museum uh, in its previous location had a great exhibit on kind of the tunnels between east and west berlin and the yeah. spying that went on people when people wanted to escape too yeah yeah so I mean, so people were like building tunnels and there's a big disney movie about the east german family who built a balloon the balloon yeah out of like you know i don't know underpants or something and then had a hot air balloon escape to west germany yeah just float so over yeah. the border i mean lucky yeah uh but i think i mean not to trivialize it but i i was very impressed by bridge of spies mm -hmm. in the because they show the erection of the berlin wall it's a it's about the negotiation um over what gary powers the u2 pilot yeah, right. who was shot down over russia and and sort of the american kind of business guy who comes in to help negotiate that exchange that's what the movie's actually about but it opens like with the erection of the berlin wall and it kind of sets the stage for the cold war so if it's something that like uh for me the Cold War ended like when I was in middle school, right? So it's like, it's a thing I kind of grew up with, but not to the point where I really understood it. Where your dad is nine years older than me 
you know, and is German, right? So you understood this in a very different way. Um, but I know most of our listeners are younger than both of us. And so if it's not a, if it's a thing that like you sort of know about, but like don't have this real feel for, I think that movie gives a really, um, it gives a very intense picture of like what it was like with that going up and what people were willing to risk to get out and the violence and brutality, like in the sixties, right? Like it's not, during a war it's not all that right. long ago it's like your parents were probably alive and right this was happening uh and to to just see the craziness of that so that's a thing that'll kind of give you a picture of the beginning and it was like that for a really long time the, the violence level varied but uh you'd get shot if you tried to cross the wall you'd get shot oh dozens of people were shot yeah so, yeah, yeah. Some, some guy was like shot and didn't die and and like died over 12 hours they just let him die in oh the, in, this, in the no man's land, yeah. land there yeah and like no one could come help him because they would have been shot by the right border guard so it was brutal it was absolutely brutal yeah yeah so anyway so and the best part of the mafia is that it was peaceful and it didn't have to be a bloody revolution and it didn't have to be a an invasion it was the people themselves with their demonstrations and their and the military's like we're not going to shoot all these people <sighs> yeah it was very close yeah very yeah. very close yeah mm -hmm. uh so hooray for the fall of stupid walls trying to keep people separated yeah separated yeah well so there you go that is our early released golden ratio podcast for the week um maybe if gr dad and i are motivated we'll do like a tiny update midweek but this expect this is our main podcast for the week since i'm going to be traveling welcome shannon o'dog shannon o'dog welcome to the family welcome to the squad uh i'm sure you all will see lots of updates so uh until next week don't butt anyone unless they ask you to <laughs> even then just come on <laughs> bye